this is Pastor Daniel McGee with Connection Church in New York City. Thank you for listening to our church's weekly podcast. We hope God uses this sermon to encourage you and to increase your faith in Him. If you'd like to know more about our church, please check out our website at ConnectionNYC.com or like us on Facebook at ConnectionNYC. Grace and peace be with you. Good evening, Connection Church. Um, As Daniel said, I'm Katie, and I'm really excited to just get to share with you my heart and what the Lord's been um, showing me recently. Um, I feel really honored that I get to talk tonight about Jesus being a better faith, um, because the scriptures we're going to go through are some that have had a really important impact in my life. So if you can go ahead and open up your Bibles, or if you don't have them, the scripture's going to be on the screen. We are going to jump right into Hebrews 11, starting off with verse 1. Give you a second. I'm going to open up. Okay, Hebrews 11, 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. This is the word of the Lord. Okay, will you bow your heads with me, please? God, we know that you are already here um, in our midst. We praise you for what you are doing in our lives individually, in the life of our church. Um, Thank you for people who are here, maybe for the first time tonight, God. Pray that you would just speak through me, that my words would not be my own, but yours, um, and that you would just be speaking to our hearts tonight. Um, In your name I pray, amen. Okay, so I want all of you to take a second and picture. You can close your eyes or you don't have to. Think of that person that asks a thousand questions, that every time you ask them, to do something, they're like, why? Or if you're like, okay, we're gonna do it this way, they're like, why do we have to do it that way? I'm pretty sure we can all think of someone. Um, And I'll just let you know that that was me as a child. I was, (laughs) my parents said they had to change their whole like discipline philosophy around me because I asked questions about everything. They had to preempt anything I was going to ask. And I cannot tell you how many times I've heard my dad tell me, Katie, if you're in the ocean and I tell you to get out, you do it immediately because there might be a shark. You don't have time to ask why. You'll get eaten by the shark. He has told me this in reference to so many things. Um, But what we're going to talk about today is, because you're probably thinking like, okay, Katie, cool, story of your childhood, great. But when we think about Jesus being a better faith, um, we oftentimes think it's like, oh, I like, have to like, just believe. But it's not that, actually, and it's what I'm excited for us to talk about today, is that faith is being able to ask hard questions and to ask the why, but then it's also what gives us the answers, too. So I'm excited for us to jump in and to look at that today. So our first point today is, like, faith is realizing what we hope for. So if we go back to verse 1, it says... Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Substance. It's like the essence of something. Oftentimes, we jump straight into chapter 11, which I'm excited over the next um, couple weeks, we're going to talk about people of faith. 
But we sometimes jump, like skip this very first part, and that faith is like realizing what it is that we are hoping for. Um, so when it's the essence, it's the actual, like what it is. And usually like I don't stop to think of like, what am I really hoping for? Like I know that like I have faith, right? Like um, my family's gonna be there for me if I need them. But I don't oftentimes sit there and like think about, oh, like I really hope that like my family's gonna be there. I like know that's the essence of my faith because time and time and time again, they have been there for me when I needed them to be. Um, so that's kind of like the first step, is like stopping and thinking, what am I, what am I hoping for? Um, and when something's been proven to be trustworthy before, we tend to have more faith in it. Why do you think that they have like all the car ratings and they tell you like how like great they are? It's because they want to prove that they're trustworthy, that you can like have faith in them. Um, and the reason that we can trust in Jesus is because he died and rose again. So think Daniel, like that was the, that, the perfect thing. It is why we're able to have faith, because we know who he is and what he's done in our life. Um, but I think then that leads to our second point, which is faith is confidence in what is unseen. And so I'm, I like just said, we're able to see God working in our life, but how is it that you can have faith in or confidence in something that you can't see? So if you go back, the second part of verse 1 says, it's the evidence of things not seen. Um, last week, I got to go to Portland with a few friends, and I was really thinking about this verse a lot while I was um, there. Because one of the days we went, actually went to the top of Mount Hood. If any of you have the opportunity, it's an incredible thing to get to do. It's beautiful. But to get to the top of Mount Hood, you could hike, or you can also take a cable car, like a ski lift, up to the top. And so the four of us are sitting there on the ski lift, and I realized, like, I just like, got onto this like rickety metal thing that is like carrying me on top of the mountain. Like I can see these little ant people down below, and like I just got on. I didn't like stop and think about it. And like, I, I mean, I guess I could have died, but thankfully I didn't. But the reality is like I had like faith because I saw people in front of me getting on. And even though I couldn't see the wires above, I knew that they were holding me. And I like worked at a ropes course and I know that like these wires can hold like 80 elephants or something like ridiculous like that. So I had faith that it was going to get me to the top of the mountain, which it did. And that's kind of like when we have like confidence in something that we can't see. There are going to be times in our life, like the song said tonight, like Daniel was saying, where things don't make sense. I went through a season of life where um, I asked God a lot of hard questions. Why is it that people who I love and who love God are like sick or who died? Um, someone who's like a sister to me, she died right after she'd had a baby. Um, and I like, couldn't understand how if God is good, he would allow these things to happen. And I actually walked through a season of depression because of that. And just I couldn't understand God's faithfulness in my life if all these bad things were happening. And that is the beauty of faith, too, is that God doesn't just ask us to blindly believe something. He wants us to ask hard questions and to seek Scripture and to talk to other people and to really understand who he is. Um, and I can see his working in my life is that when I came out of the season of depression, 
Um, my mom got really sick, and my sister got really sick as well. And I was able to walk in faith knowing that like, I couldn't see why these things were happening, but I knew because I had searched and like, wrestled with God that he had a plan. Um, and it, if my sister hadn't been sick, um, she would, there were there's like, a, like a, all these different levels of steps. She had cancer. If she hadn't had cancer, if she like, hadn't like, had surgery and then be having this blood work afterwards, she wouldn't have found out that she was pregnant. And then it was these early ultrasounds that because of that, she found out that my niece, um, they, like my niece has Down syndrome, and so they were able to see, but they wouldn't have seen on later tests. So it's only because she had cancer and had these tests early that they saw it. And they were able to prepare um, because my niece was actually born three months early. Um, and there, like, my niece has, like, changed our family for so many ways for the good. And there was a season where, like, we could not understand why these things were happening. And it's now when you can look back and see God's grace and his provision, even when things are hard that he has like a plan. And it's kind of the same. We're going to talk about, I think, next week or the week after about Joseph, right? Joseph, like, was faithful with where God put him, even though it felt like his brother sold him into slavery and he is in prison. Like, that does not sound pleasant at all. But, like, if he hadn't been there and if he hadn't planned ahead, um, then so many people would have died. Um, and I think we oftentimes... Don't stop to think about the evidence that is right in front of us. Faith is not just like we say believing in things, what is unseen. No, God is not like literally standing in front of me and I can like see his body, but I see the way he works in, like, in your life and in my life, and that's what gives me faith, even when things are hard. Um, so as we move on, point three is faith was a means for just, was means for justification. So verse 2 says, For by it, faith, the elders obtained a good testimony. So you might be thinking, elders, okay, elders, like the people, are you like, oh, pastors, like leaders of the church. In this translation, elder actually um, are like people of the past. Another translation says people of old. So these are people from before Jesus um, existed. And so faith is how anyone who before Jesus which we've talked about previously, he's the better high priest, this is how they were able to receive like, commendation or justification um, or a good testimony. So justification is what happens that moment that you ask Jesus into your heart. Like you say, like, I am not going to live for myself anymore, but in this moment it is about you, and I want you to have control of my life. So in that moment, like for us today, like, we can pray. We can say that, like, God, I don't want my life to be about me anymore. And so now when, when like, we as modern-day believers, like, if we choose to do this, Jesus is the only way that we are able to be right with God. That's why Jesus is a better faith. And then in that moment when God looks at us, he sees the spirit that's inside of us, and it's not about us. But in times of old, it was faith the, this decision, like even when you couldn't see God, um, to have like faith in, like Jesus hadn't come. Like they didn't have that to point back to, like that we were saying like Jesus died and rose again. 
their faith in what God was doing in their lives is what justified or what saved them. Um, and the, the rest of the chapter that we're going to be looking at over the next couple of weeks is about these like, men and women of old or of the past who put their faith in, in God, and that's what saved them, and how they lived out their faith. Um, and our fourth and our final point for tonight is that faith is what shapes our worldview. So if we look back at verse 3, it says, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. God spoke the earth into existence. We look at Genesis 1, we like see this, and I think, I don't know about you, I don't know if I, maybe some of you have lists, I have a question that as soon as I get to heaven, well, maybe I'll be worshiping God and I will forget to ask any of my questions, but I, I think that the, the first question I want to ask him is, how did he make the earth? Because I'm going to be really honest, and I think when uh, Daniel and I were talking about this, when you look at Genesis 1, I think it's like written in a little way to be ambiguous. Like, was it seven literal days? Was each day like longer amounts of time? I think you can endlessly debate what exactly happened. But we can see that like, it was the word of God like, that gave life and gave the existence of the world that we have today. And I would say at the end of the day, how the earth was created is not what's going, like, knowing that for sure is not what's going to save me. And that's not what I put all of my faith in. I have faith because I can see the world that God has created. But my faith is not, like, dictated on how it came to be. Um, God is sovereign over all creation. Can I say that again? God is sovereign over all creation. He's the one who created it. And he is the one who is present in our lives because he cares about us individually. Not because he, like, wants to, like, take over the world. I was talking to one of my friends this week, actually, and I was saying, like, God doesn't come in and, like, change, like, make everything happen for him. Like, then he'd be a dictator. The reason that there are bad things that happen, the reason is because there's sin in the world. Because God doesn't not that he, he wants things to be right. That's how he designed the world to be. But because he loves us and gives us free will to make our own choices, we make bad choices. And that's why there are bad things in the world. Um, but God loves us enough that he sent his son Jesus to be our payment so that when God looks at us, he doesn't see the mess. Because <laughs> I'm going to be honest, like, I am such a mess all the time. And it is by God's grace in my life that I have faith, that I can ask hard questions, um, but that at the same time, I have answers. Even if I don't understand, I know who he is. And uh, a verse that really um, is, has been important to me when I've been understanding this is 2 Peter 1.3. And it's going to be up here on the screen, so you can read along. It says, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. I just want to think about that for a second. Like, he... (laughs) 
is so incredible that he would choose to give us a knowledge of this amazing infinite God. And that through this knowledge, I can understand what life and godliness is. Um, am I perfect? No. Does God ask us to be perfect? No. But he asks us to walk in faith. Even when we can't see things exactly going how we would want them to. But we can know that what he's doing in our life isn't a mistake. He didn't make a mistake with how he made you, how he made you, or how he made me, how he made my family. Like, God doesn't make mistakes. But faith is the reason why I'm both okay with asking questions and, have, and like not honestly having all the answers. Um, Jesus is really what we can hope for because he's transforming our lives and we get to see it. Sometimes it doesn't seem that way. And like I said, I, had to like, I have to look back now and see what he did in my life when I was in college or in my family's life. And honestly, in the midst of things, it's really, really hard. Um, and I should have written this up. I, Thomas, when he, he's asking Jesus, he says, he's like, I like, want to like, have faith. Help my unbelief. And there are days that I pray that. I'm like, I know that I should believe that you're good. Or I know that I should believe that you have a plan for my life. But honestly, today, I really don't believe that. And I don't feel that. And God isn't scared of our honesty. If anything, that is what he wants. Think about any of the people that you're really close with in your life, that you have a good relationship with. Do you always just tell them what they want to hear? No. If you have a good relationship, you're honest. And what God wants most from us is not blind faith. He wants a relationship with us. He wants... He wants to be close to us. And the only way that you are able to be close to God is to be honest, to seek him, and then also to listen to him, whether it's through his word, whether it's through listening to people that are wise, that know him well. Um, that's what it looks like. Um, so kind of as we're closing today, I want you like, to think about like, what is it that you really are like putting your hope in? Like, what are you hoping for? What is it that you can see now that God is doing? Because I think it takes a stopping in the busyness of our lives here in New York City to stop and to really think back. How is God moving in my life, in the lives of the people around me? And what does faith mean to me? So, I would say, no matter where you are with God, take the time to ask the hard questions, um, to, to seek him. Look for him to be what you're hoping for, and ask him to give you faith to see what it is that he's revealing to you. Um, the last thing I want to do, um, instead of just praying, is I want to read something to you, a prayer. Um, I have a book called The Valley of Vision, which was introduced to me a while back, and it's a collection of Puritan prayers and devotions. Um, and I would highly recommend getting it. I, I, I'm, I will often cry as I read through them or like have to just sit and like, like almost like eat the words. They're so deep. Um, but I have a prayer on faith that I want for you to bow your heads and I want to read the, this prayer of faith over us tonight. 
My God, I bless thee that thou hast given me the eye of faith to see thee as Father, to know thee as a covenant God, to experience thy love planted in me. For faith is the grace of union by which I spell out my entitlement to thee. Faith casts my anchor upwards where I trust in thee and engage thee to be my Lord. Be pleased to live and move within me, breathing in my prayers, inhabiting my praises, speaking in my words, moving in my actions, living in my life, causing me to grow in grace. Thy bounteous goodness has helped me believe, but my faith is weak and wavering, its light dim, its steps tottering, its increase slow, its backsliding frequent. It should scale the heavens, but lies groveling in the dust. Lord, fan this divine spark into glowing flame. When faith sleeps, my heart becomes an unclean thing, the fount of every loathsome desire, the cage of unclean lusts all fluttering to escape, the noxious tree of deadly fruit, the open wayside of earthly tears. Lord, awake faith to put forth its strength until all heaven fills my soul and all impurity is cast out. Amen.